Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Hi, Janice Wheeler here. Today I wanted to talk about loving your practice or your business again. A lot of people are finding that with all the COVID restrictions, difficulties, stupidities, and other issues that it has not been a fun time and some of them have felt like we need to ditch the practice or you know what I'm just going to go in and do the bare minimum and go home and have a good life. So that's not ideal (laughs) because you're supposed to love your practice and so I thought I would go through some of the points on what you can do to love your practice again with a surprising answer. The first thing I always suggest is that you write down what you don't love about your practice right now. Actually make a list. And then once you've done that, make make notes if you're following me on this. Um, So make a list of what you don't like about your business or your practice right now. Um, Then answer the next question and write this down. What made you choose to become whatever business or profession you are in the first place? You know, maybe it was a experience when you were a kid or something with some person that inspired you. The next thing to write down is what was the exact moment you decided to have your own practice or business? Can you remember back that far? (laughs) Maybe it was only a few days ago, I don't know, but it could be like me. uh, 32 years ago we started and I can remember the exact moment and why we decided and what we decided. And every time I remember that, I feel freshened up right away. But I'm heading in a direction for you here so that you arrive at the same thing. Now, the next thing to make some notes on is your, like, what is your vision for your practice? Um, and I'm going to give you some pointers. So what would be your ideal um, location? Like, where you're located right now is perfect, or you would like to be three streets to the west, <laughs> or in a different part of the city, if you're in a city, etc. Um, what about your, what would be your ideal physical plant? Like how many square feet should you have? How many treatment rooms should you have? Um, do you want a consult room? Do you want a staff room? Do you want a owner's office? I mean, really put down what would be your ideal. And what about your staffing situation? How many staff would be perfect? How many would you like to have gone? Oops, sorry, didn't mean that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) How many more staff should you hire? Uh, What situations do you need to resolve? Okay, what would be ideal as far as type of patient or client or customer went? You know, Uh, what would be your ideal person? Um, Because if you market to people who are like too broke to go ahead with normal service, come and see us. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. <laughs> um, I, there's another one. Oh yeah, we treat emergencies night and day. Give us a call. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so just watch out for that. Your vision for your practice um, should include what are, what are your ideal hours for your practice and how many providers or um, you know, technical staff do you need and what else what other things do you have as part of your vision is it um, an updated decor you know whatever whatever will help you love your practice again write these things down 
Now, there's some more things that you have to decide about, like how would you like your patients, clients, or customers to speak to other public about you and your business as a whole? And what would you like people to say about you as a actual provider, pr practitioner? All right. Um, and what would you like your staff to say about you as a boss? That's always interesting. <laughs> what would you like your staff to say about you as a practitioner? Um, the actual technical person. What would you like your staff to say about the practice or the business? And what would you like your staff to say about their job? These are things that are thoughts that are going to be put together into a mission statement. This is what will help you love your business or practice again. Mission statements are an incredibly important navigational tool when you are thinking about the future of your practice. By identifying the purpose of your work, you can better understand the goals your practice should be committed to accomplishing. The mission statement is the bedrock of any practice. So it provides a focal point that helps to align everyone with the practice, thus ensuring that everyone is working towards a single purpose. That'd be awesome, right? This helps to increase efficiency and productivity in the practice. Um, secondly, a mission statement is used by a practice to explain in simple and concise terms its purposes for being it's usually one sentence or a short paragraph explaining its culture, values, ethics, and so on. And it provides you and your team with the framework and purpose. Now, when you're developing um, a strong mission statement, it gives employees purpose and improves engagement in their work. Mission statements help employees see the meaning and purpose of their work by giving them clear reasons their job benefits a larger goal. Mission statements help employees see the positive aspects of their daily activities, boosting morale and creating long-term employee investment in the workplace culture. So once you've got a mission statement, which I'm going to walk through how to do that, um, but once you've got one, what do you do with it? So it could be published in your marketing materials or displayed in your front reception or other areas of your business or your practice. And it should be on the homepage of your website as it should make existing clients or patients as well as future ones feel com confident in the quality of you know, service and care that they can expect from you and your staff. And it also should be displayed in your staff room where you have lunch or a breakout room, whatever it is. Um, the greatest benefit comes from how this mission statement keeps staff focused on providing the highest possible standard of service to your clientele. It is a constant reminder of what is expected and can also be used in correcting staff who fall short of the standard. So instead of saying, I don't like the way you do blah, blah, you can say, how do you envision that aligning with our mission statement and you know that way they can look at it and see for themselves that it did or didn't do that and how it could be changed or done differently sometimes staff go off on a tangent and do some other thing that isn't really needed work and it didn't align with the purpose of the practice or the business so to develop a mission statement 
you as the owner of the practice must first make a rough outline of what you would like to see in your mission statement. It is after all your business and your goals for it. And note, a strong mission statement should use clear, compelling language that is easy for most people to understand. And a good mission statement should be persuasive, encouraging, strategic, achievable, and unique. What is unique about your business? All right, so that's the first thing to do. Once you have your rough outline, then step one is hold a staff meeting, which should be about a half hour with no interruptions, no phone calls, no anything. And you wanna ask each staff member for their input about a mission statement. Step two, hash it out until you have a statement all staff agree with. Number three, type it up right then and there and all staff should sign off on it because they contributed and they own it now. Now, I want you to know it's important that you tie in the mission statement with each and every function performed in the practice and that staff understand that statistics measure progress towards the achievement of the mission statement. Rising statistics show that more of the product envisioned in the mission statement is being produced by the practice. Tracking statistics is not a money push, but merely a measure of each staff member's performance of their functions. Staff who object to stats are typically poor producers, but tell your staff that you are sure that this is not applicable to them. So the next step is to instruct your staff that now that you've got the mission statement hashed out, now you want them to work out exactly how each of them through her or his function in the business contributes to realizing this mission statement. So that's step four. Step five is let them know the date and time for a follow-up meeting, which is gonna be about one hour usually, where they are to bring the above workout as well as suggestions for improvement in their areas and any ideas for enhancement of client care in line with the mission statement. Step six, at the second meeting, ask each staff member to communicate what they have prepared or share with everybody in terms of how their functions contribute to the accomplishment of the mission statement. This way, all the staff see how they each contribute and how all the functions interrelate and rely on everyone else doing their job perfectly as well. And by the way, this meeting may take more than one meeting. And you can take up the suggestions and ideas that staff may have presented as well because you asked for that. All right. So there are many ways to construct uh, this sta mission statement. And, and just a simple template would be to ask, number one, what do you do as a business or practice? You know, uh, step two, how do you do what you do? Well, you work with blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You know, we cater to blah, 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 whatever it is that your prospective clientele want. Number three, what do you do for your clients or your patients? Put a really clear, actionable statement together on how you um, help or assist or aid or improve, rebuild, heal, educate, etc. your clientele. And then step four is edit and refine. So here's some sample mission statements. Now I've done ones for healthcare practitioners, but if you go on 
line and search for mission statements, you will see some pretty phenomenal ones. There's um, some companies that have posted like 27 uh, examples. There's another one, HubSpot, who posted a um, hundred samples and they're big companies like Disney and IBM and so on. And they have surprisingly short but powerful uh, mission statements. So here's a couple for healthcare practitioners. Um, the mission of our dental office is to provide first quality dental care in a state-of-the-art environment with careful attention to detail and deep personal respect. Here's another one. We are qualified and dedicated naturopaths and nutritionists committed to helping you achieve your goals to, to gain optimum wellness and vitality so you can enjoy and get the most out of life. I personally like that a lot. And here's another one. At Vitality Wellness, we provide holistic wellness services and products such as lymphatic massage therapy, natural hormone therapy, organically sourced vitamins, and more, exclamation mark. We work with patients at every stage of their wellness journey to aid them in creating the healthiest version of themselves. Now me, I would have said that last sentence differently. I would have said we work with you at every stage of your wellness journey to aid you in creating the healthiest version of yourself. That way it makes it more personal and the person reading it will be more engaged. Anyway, I am finished the podcast for now. Um, so the first step, don't forget, is to make a rough outline of your mission statement and then have fun getting your staff engaged and so on. So if you like the um, podcast today, be sure and subscribe to our podcast um, because I publish these once a week and there's a whole bunch of them with other advices on other management details and give us a like and share this with your friends. Thank you so much for being with me today. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.